Hello and welcome back to the Feel Good Parenthood podcast. I'm Emma. I am Steph. And Courtney's coming. Hi, <laughs> I'm Courtney. I'm just dealing with barking dogs and children and husbands who were told to do something but haven't. So I'll be back. <laughs> um, today we are going to be chatting about reasons versus excuses in self-care. And we're going to try not to get ranty, <laughs> but we're not making any promises <laughs> because it is just so damn important. Um, this is one, you know, it's something that we hear all the time is I don't have time. I don't have time. Such and a good excuse. Yeah. And the truth is that we have to make time. You know, I think we can definitely all speak to the fact that we've all fallen into that trap mm-hmm. and it doesn't take very long in falling into that trap to see that your shit is falling apart. And it's because your needs as a human being are fucking important, like really important. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be booking yourself into a day spa, but let's work out some ways that we can build some smaller points of self-care into your life. And I think one of the things that I have started doing, it's almost a bit of a ritual, But now instead of filling my time when I boil the kettle to make a cup of tea, I actually stand there and I actually just do a little bit of breath work. And it's a game changer. Five seconds in, five seconds out, hold for five, repeat. And it's actually really surprising how long it takes a kettle to boil. But just in that time, I can completely regulate my nervous system from a point of like being ready to kill people. (laughs) (laughs) Going to kill people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just that small act of it is a small act of self-care. It's mm-hmm. intentional. I'm tapping into the parasympathetic nervous system and it literally takes no effort whatsoever. Totally, totally. And I think like, you know, self-care is going to look different for everybody, right? Because, you know, there's a lot of people on the various social platforms saying, you know, it must be this or it must be that. It must be whatever makes you feel good. Okay. But the way that, the way that I've reframed this in my life, because I was shocking for it. um, Your kids don't deserve the dregs of you because you can't be bothered. And it honestly is be bothered a lot of the time to look after yourself. Okay. Like it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm too tired. No, I can't be bothered. I'm just going to go to bed. I'm just going to fold up this washing because it needs to be done, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you can get so caught up in that hamster because there's always going to be something that you have to do. There's always going to be something on your to-do list that feels more important. But honestly, looking after your basic needs and it might be going to bed early instead of folding the washing or mopping the floors or, you know, leaving the lunch boxes for tomorrow. And that's future Steph's problem. Like whatever it is, <laughs> like that is a form of self-care. So again, you know, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overcomplicate it. It doesn't have to be complicated. It just has to be something. If you're overcomplicating it, you're not going to actually do it. No. Yeah. And you also, one thing that I've yeah, one thing that I've learned um, from listening to Atomic Habits, if mm. anyone wants to uh, listen to that one or read it, um, is just doing like you actually need to set yourself up for success when you're trying to do these things. So simple things like, oh, well, reading's really important to me, but I don't make any time for reading. Well, what are you actually doing to set yourself for success up for success for that? 
maybe you need to put your book on your pillow and set your alarm on your phone to remind you to go to bed 10 minutes earlier so you can get a chapter in before you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So, and also just doing one thing at a time. I'm a sucker for going, I'm going to wake up at 5am and go and do a walk around the block. I'm, I'm never going to get up at 5am. So why would I ever make, <laughs> why would I ever make that part of my self-care? Like that's a so stupid a thing to do. I, um, I've got to 5.45 and I, I can't see me ever, ever going any earlier than that. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's a big one too. Is like people are like, oh, you know, if you don't get up at 5am, then you're going to be a shitty human. Some people are better at night. So if you oh, want to put yourself care in at night after the kids are in bed and stay up a little bit later so that you can get that sleep in, that is also fine. Yeah, I I'm also not good at nights. No, I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> Courtney's just a permanently exhausted pigeon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that book. Uh, um, yeah, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and the woman got up at 4 a.m. Immediately, like that sleep consultant side of me was like, you know what? Your sleep is not a priority to you and sleep mm-hmm. should be a priority to support a good life. Like mm. I think, you know, prioritizing prioritizing sleep important as a whole is so underrated and undervalued mm. but such it's a, a non-negotiable totally. yeah it's, a, it's like the cornerstone of society like absolutely yeah, I mean, yeah. i'm not going to go down that route um <laughs> yeah like in terms of in terms of the you know reasons versus excuses like we get it okay kids make things harder okay we we get it but mm. it doesn't mean that there's no time at all it just means literally that you are not prioritizing it so mm. Let's give some examples of reasons versus excuses. So a reason is a legitimate barrier of being able to do something. Okay. So like, you know, like a week on the Gold Coast when you live in Perth and you've got three little kids is probably a good reason. Like you probably can't really make that work because, you know, your husband's also working and all of the things. That's a valid reason. Same things like if your husband was like up and leaving to go to work at five o'clock in the morning and that would be when you'd want to hit the gym. Like you can't. can't. There is a legitimate barrier. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Or like, yeah, you know, um, Oh, I don't know. I could go through many of them, but we won't. Mm. Um, an excuse is a limiting belief that is not true that we're telling ourselves for whatever reason. So maybe we mm. don't feel worthy. Maybe we're pres- subscribed <laughs> to the thought. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me off, Courtney. Um, that the only way to be a good mom is to look after everybody else first, you know, Mm. maybe we've told ourselves that you know because of that one time that we tried to I don't know exercise and the kids were the kids woke up early or something like that so therefore I can't exercise it's not true it's just something that happened once Mm. so something that I've found has been a real game changer for me and it does involve getting really honest with yourself and it's it's uncomfortable okay the stuff is uncomfortable because we're undoing beliefs that we've had for years Mm find a way around the excuse. Okay. So when you're saying to yourself, okay, I can't exercise because I've got children and my husband gets up at, you know, 5am to go to work and I, you know, the kids are at home all the time. I can't exercise. No, that's not true. So that's an excuse. However, there, there are reasons involved in that excuse as well. So let's pick out what's actually true. So the reasons, okay. You can't get up at 5am and work out, you know, or you you could get up at 5am and do it at home. Um, but you can't go to the gym at 5am. Okay. That's a valid reason, but can you work out at home? Can you do like a YouTube thing? Um, you know, not around the baby because you've got an 18 month old who likes to pull your hair and grab the weights and drop them on her feet. Stories from my life. Um, (laughs) 
So like, okay, cool. How can we work around that? Can we do like a non-weight thing? Can we use the baby as a weight? Um, Cause they tend to really like that sort of stuff. And if you strap got into a carrier, get them around yeah, the block. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. chuck them in the pram and go for a walk. Like, you know, yeah. oh no. Okay. You know, I live in Darwin. So most of the time it's either raining or way too hot outside at the times where I could actually do that. Okay. Can you go to the, to the shops, go to a shopping center, put the baby in the pram and walk around. Like mm. there or find always... a gym with a crash or yeah. yeah, it's really easy to attach stories to things and then they, be- it becomes bigger and bigger and more and more. And I think when you tell yourself a story for long enough, it becomes ultimate truth. And Absolutely. then it, be- and then it becomes a legitimate reason, which it actually isn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that so was deep. True. So Ooh. true. And like, I guess sometimes it's letting go of that picture of how things looked before we had children. And I know the mm. exercise thing was a really big thing for me. Like I used mm. to work out with a PT a couple of times a week. It used to be a really focused time on me. So to shift what that was going to look like and even to accept that that workout time might not be 100%, you know, 45 minutes of like focused exercise, mm. that, that was going to be broken up with saving kids and doing things and it was going to be interrupted just shifting how that looked in my mind was one of the biggest things that I needed to do like a workaround sometimes isn't even just in the physical sometimes it is in the mental as well totally Mm. totally I think yeah it is important that like you said and that yeah but I got caught up for so long sort of you know I used to be the type of person I would sit down the day before an assignment was due when I was in uni and I would write 1500 words in nine hours and, oh good so nothing's you know, changed no no pretty much <laughs> but <laughs> the difference is now that I don't have nine hours to sit and yeah. write 1500 words so I have to work around you know and and I would get bogged down in the like but I don't want to work at night but I don't want to do this but uh, realistically if you want to make things happen you're going to have to find those workarounds and maybe it's not the way that you would have done it but it's the way it is now and and if it's I, an actual priority for you like if it's an actually mm. something that you want to do you you end up finding a way you totally do. and it's again another thing that I that I ask myself or I've found has been really helpful is going instead of saying I don't have time for this it's not a priority to me yeah if that Mm -hmm. feels gross in your body like oh sleep isn't a priority for me what like (laughs) we're talking physiological needs here like eating three meals a day isn't a priority for me why (laughs) exactly like it sounds so ridiculous when you say it that way so all of a sudden you're like "Mm, okay like Again, you know, where where like doing a time audit can be really helpful. I found that was really mm. helpful for me when I was going, oh, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't yeah. have time. It was a narrative, it wasn't true. Mm. And I would the, sit the down. ideal week template we use in our membership was totally. my biggest game changer. I remember totally. reading it being like, I waste so much time on shit I don't care about. How about Absolutely. we just control alt delete that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, if you do have valid reasons, like, you know, you are a single mum maybe that is doing it on her own and you, you know, you don't have anybody else to care for your child and you're doing all of the things on your own, 
is there anything that you can outsource? Like, are there people around that you can ask for support? You know, when we really start to break it down, yes, some people have more barriers than other people. We are definitely not taking away from that. And some of you may be listening to this being like, oh, but you're privileged and all of the things. I've done three kids solo for quite large chunks of time. So I do know what that feels like. And I do know. And sometimes it is just an an acceptance of where you are with that, Mm. with the stage that you are in, in your life. It's not that it's never going Mm. to change and that this is it for the rest of your life totally just means that at this point Mm. some things might just be a little bit harder um yeah yeah and I think that's where oh sorry shifting the perception of what self-care actually has to be like as I said Mm. you know doing breath work for three minutes while the kettle boils anybody can achieve that anybody Mm -hmm. can achieve that Mm -hmm. standing on the grass and having a couple of deep breaths a walk around the garden you know, laying on the floor and just letting you, the kids climb over you if need be yeah, can be a form of self-care. Like it doesn't have to be any big grand experience. Three hours long. Yeah. yeah. So if it, you have a newborn, it can be five minutes at a time. Yeah. My versions of self-care that I like are like non-negotiables for me because they actually are a priority is going and getting a facial or a massage or my hair done or my eyebrows. Like those are yeah. like my Making self-care things. Well, they're just yeah. like those things that I love doing and they fill my bucket up and I can guarantee you those things are not things that I don't do. The exercise yeah, thing, yeah, I'm like, time, yeah, yeah, I need to still sort my life out with that. But obviously it's still not much of a priority because I'm still really useless with it. <laughs> and like, that's okay as well. For Like if you can say, you know what, exercise just isn't a priority for me right now. Even like, you don't have to say it out loud to the people that are like, are you crazy? Exercise is really good for you. And we know that. But if it's not a priority for you right now, that's okay. It doesn't mean that it it's never going to be a priority, especially when you do have little, little kids who do need a lot of your time. It just means that right now, you know, a bath might be a bigger priority. Going to bed earlier might be a bigger priority and that is okay. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, you know, everybody else's priorities do not have to be your priorities. As totally. long as you ask, I like to sit down and write, I've written out like a bliss list, which is you know, 20 or 30 things that make me feel good. Some of them, you know, it's an hour long. Some of them, it's something like going and getting a massage, going and getting my nails done, getting my mm-hmm. hair done. That's a, you know, a full half a day kind of thing. And others are, yeah, you know, having some breath work, like having a quick bath, you know, walking mm-hmm. outside where you live on five acres and I love my garden. So just walking around the garden and I can do that with my kids, but it makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. And just, just Grounding yourself, that- eh? Mm, just recognizing that you know looking after the kids all day long is not self-care okay like no. mopping the floors is boring and so is folding laundry <laughs> yeah like it's all work and it's all boring so just making sure that we are okay I'm not saying you know ignore your housework either because that needs to be done um but just making sure that you're balancing and you're making time for both in a way that feels good for you and is sustainable for you and isn't, you know, yet going from I wake up at 8 a.m. every day to I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and exercise. It's just, it's not going to happen. Okay. No. Bit by bit, day by day. You know, there's 24 hours in a day and it's not selfish to prioritise ourselves for one. Totally. Nah. It's just not. And it doesn't matter. Let let that story go. Yeah. 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 We don't need to be the the troopers anymore yeah. we don't need to be the troopers we don't need to just keep on keeping on it's that's yeah. just no way Our, the life the lives that we live now are just not that way 
not that no. like they and, were and back and in the, the day. And the voice around that message is just getting stronger and stronger all the time. Good, eh? So, so yeah. good. We're here for it. So good. We'll shout it from I'm, the rooftops. I'm a much better parent when I look after myself every day. One hundred percent. It brings down the resentment, right? Of this whole, oh, yeah. I, I can never look after myself. No, no, no. You know, I've I've certainly gotten bogged down in that. And I think another really important thing to say around this is don't let a bad week dictate what you are capable of all the time yes yeah you know you have a bad week where you've got in no whatever your priority is because genuinely sometimes you know if you've got sick children you're probably not going to get a huge amount of self-care in that week and that's just balance it out yeah, yeah like that's okay but don't make that the excuse for the next four weeks but because you couldn't do your facial that week because the kids are unwell that you can never I'll do never it. I'll never forget my facials. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> just like I that boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All yeah. good, guys. <laughs> Rightio. We will see you guys in the next episode. I hope you've been able to take away some actionable stuff from this um, this chat. Don't have to eat the elephant in one hit, just one toenail at a time. <laughs> Something <Gross>. like that. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye.